Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 124, a fitting number, I believe, because 1 plus 24 is 25, and 25 is Christmas. It's 12 segments of Christmas 3. You said it couldn't be done twice. We did it last year. And thrice... Why would anyone do that? We're doing it again. My name is Justin Morissette, and with me, once again, as always, is... Uh, Stefan Heck, in person. Live and in the flesh. I'm touching Stefan right now. And uh, episode... Sorry. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Episode 120... Sorry, I'm John Cullen. And uh, episode 124, otherwise known as episode 123, for people who don't know how to count. I mean, that could be any. You know what I mean? Because they'd basically. be like, oh, I was, yeah, it's like one, two, four. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you get, mm. you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, because they're like, I mean, because they of. can't do one, two, three. Yeah. It they, could also be episode one, like 34. You could say that about yeah. like one, two, seven. Well, you could, but that would be a really dumb person. I'm saying just like a mostly dumb. Fair. Okay. <laughs> You guys, know, I, you guys I mean, get it. This is one of my classic bits. <laughs> you seem tired today. No, I just, no I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm in no more or less tired than any other time. All right. Well, that's not true, but yeah, I guess I'm a bit tired. It's been a long week. The yeah. sun is setting too. I had my big Christmas concert at school yesterday. Yeah, how did was, that go? It went great. It went great, but it takes a lot of energy out of the system. I worked a lot in December. Yeah, I guess you could say I'm tired. <laughs> tired of the man good 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 bit yeah great start hot start to the episode but we got some great hey, stuff. are you guys tired not really i'm exhausted yeah. okay cool we got some great stuff coming uh people's way i, I think why are you so tired uh i'm just i'm tired from the flight a couple days ago right. it was super early in the morning yeah and then i went to see star wars like at like 11 p.m that oh night. that seems dumb and then i went snowshoeing today hey here's a, and thing. Had a pub crawl in it before how about so. uh, star whores <laughs> See, no, this is okay. So this is gonna, this is like kind of a prequel almost. Yeah, to well, a bit I, that's gonna come. Speaking in of Star Wars, later. Well, I thought it would be funnier if we just didn't mention that, and then I brought <laughs> it up again later in the show. Oh, you, you mean like I mean? with the pre-recorded segment? We did. That's right. Yeah. Um, like it would have been funnier if they were like, "Oh, he just he did that throughout the show." Nothing's been pre-recorded. This is all happening live. We, right. We, we hey have, guys, we have an active about, phone line here. How about Star Wars? <laughs> I don't know that that is a thing. It is. I'll show you. <laughs> I, I don't need to see it. Actually, I should incognito first. <laughs> that oh. bit is kind of like a Flight 93, John, in that it's uh, not landing. Hey. <laughs> wow. I well, I mean, it did kind of land, but just like in a, yeah, in not a, like in a field. The wheels, yeah. yeah, Star Wars TV series uh, 2000 uh, follows the adventures of Commander Nymphette and her droid 609er aboard the SS Deep Thruster. See, that seems like more of a Star Trek parody because six of nine is supposed to be like seven of nine. Right, yeah. So none of that really has anything to do with So yeah, it's more like Star Trek than Star Wars. Yeah. So they could have called it Star Fuck. Oh, this is good. Okay, this is a great user review from MAF147. Uh, they give it 8 out of 10 stars, but write, lack of lightsabers. 
I was expecting to see a sequel to the popular Star Wars movies. However, I was pleasantly surprised with the lack of swordplay in this movie. It was full of whorish star troopers, and that was nice. Yeah, sluts, all in all, a delightful movie. Based on the popular Star Wars franchise has spawned other media, including books, television oh, series, video games, and comic books. Copy-pasted the Wikipedia <laughs> entry for Star Wars, because yeah. at the end it says contents. So he, he actually yeah. copied the contents part of it. Uh, Thanks for the review, MAF147. Um, I just want to point out that uh, our, our wordless producer, Daniel Cazetto, who is with us once again here today... Uh, is still not spoken on the show, but uh, when John said, it is a thing, I'll show you, he very intently leaned in <laughs> yes. to the computer he to, wanted see to see what Star Wars is about. What was going on. And there might be a segment where... Yeah, maybe we will hear from him yeah, before we might the hear day from is Daniel done. Today. Uh, but of course, it is the 12 segments of Christmas. What we're doing right now is not technically a segment... But let's get through these things. we got a lot to do, and I think it's important to start uh, okay. with, with the classiest segment of all. Yes, reading the other Star Wars review, which is even better than the other one. <laughs> this is from Jeffrey Leonard. I had watched this film when I was on house arrest, as I wanted to watch the whole set of Star Wars and asked my mother, who is blind and deaf, to go to Blockbusters to rent them. She came back with this, and I popped it into the VHS. First, I was amazed by the visual effects and the acting from the lead actress. However, I was displeased with the continuation of the story. I was left on a cliffhanger from the previous movie and was hoping for this to wrap up the plot. There is no reference to the previous films. So the plot is awful. So I think he's, like, doing a bit. Oh, uh, okay. There's no, like, legit reviews in there. No. I don't think. Well, that was segment number one, <laughs> Star Whores Reviews. Yes. And on to segment number two, of course, it was, a, it was a tough week this week. We got some very sad news a few days ago. Uh, somebody uh, very near and dear to the show uh, passed away, and that is legendary sports broadcaster Dick Enberg. Uh, and, of course, it, it didn't seem right to just let this moment pass by without uh, using this episode uh, to honor the legend himself. Uh, and here it is, segment number two of the 12 segments of Christmas, the top five career moments in the life of Dick Enberg. Okay, so uh, so this is, we're doing top five Dick Enberg clips? Yeah, and you, of course, know what all the clips are. We picked them by hand before... Uh, we started. So we poured yes. over his, uh, his, his career uh, yeah. highlights. And Stefan, you passionately chose uh, clip number five here. So I'll let you uh, tee it up. I mean, this is, so this is a clip that's been on the show before. Um, I, I don't want to like spoil uh, too much of it. Uh, but if you're familiar with, uh, with our show, uh, and we actually played it on the stream uh, like a week or two ago. Um, it's, it's just, a, it's very funny. Um, and we kind of wanted to start off with something light. Clip number five. Yeah. Cat not happy about the 5 3. That's a plump pussy right there. John, you uh, chose clip number four here. Yes, clip number four. Um, I think, uh, I don't think it's ever been played on the show. I'm not so sure. It's kind of weird that it hasn't been played on the show because I think it's actually really quite humorous. I think you guys will find when you hear it, like, oh, this is actually quite a humorous thing. Maybe we should have played it on the show, but I don't think we ever have. Um, and so without any further ado, uh, this is, uh, I think from a, from a ball game, 
uh, between the Kansas City Royals and I don't even know Detroit maybe I don't know I'm just making up the teams but uh, yeah let's hear that now Cat not happy about the 5-3 that's a plump pussy right there Another timeless clip right there from Dick a classic. Uh, clip number three uh, was one that was very near and dear to me and, and very near and dear to Dick Enberg himself, in fact. Uh, this was a, a heartfelt moment where uh, Dick was uh, just telling a lovely story about his wife. Yeah. Cat not happy about the 5-3. That's a plump pussy right there. <laughs> Stefan, clip number two. I mean, it had to be this one. I don't. I don't even need to offer any explanation. Like, obviously, we all know what number one is going to be. Uh, so, by uh, extension, we know what number two is going to be. So, yeah. cat not happy about the five three. That's a plump pussy right there. <laughs> And of course, as you just alluded, I think we all knew coming in that this had to be clip number one. Yeah, this was from his uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony, I believe. The consensus choice, the most famous Dick Enberg moment, clip number one. Mott is on his way in. Strope is on his way out, pointing toward the heavens. We can only ask or wonder that he is asking some departed relative for forgiveness for this atrocious performance. Oh, I'm sure Dick Enberg was somewhere in there. I think yeah, so. I think he was at that game. Yeah, he was aware of it. <laughs> yes, he so. knows uh, about uh, Pedro Strop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, well, I mean, a true... A true classic, uh, Dick Enberg, may he rest in peace. And that moves us on to segment number three. And this is just a very regular number three. 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 Uh, this is pretty good. Christmas yeah. harmonies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is a uh, a regular segment on this show where we thank people who have donated to the show. And uh, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash realgoodshow. If you get some money for Christmas, you want to kick a few bucks to us and listen to uh, our bonus episodes this month, which include a mailbag, uh, a recap of the movie Heavyweights, uh, uh, Hexmas. It's just going to be a lot of good stuff. So uh, feel free to donate. And these are our top three, or not top three, but we have three donors this week. Let's play that theme song. Thank you for donating to the show. To the show. You work hard for your money, that we know. That we know. This segment's where we read out all your names. All your names. If we say it wrong, your parents are to blame. Fuck, Fuck your, your parents. parents. All right. Uh, thank you to uh, Dave Oakley for a $5 pledge. Thank you to thank you, Dave. Oh, Dave, thank that was you. so sweet of you. Thank you to Dave. I mean, I assume you have much more money than that from your sunglasses but fortune, but the, I will appreciate... At this time of year, just to part I, with any of exactly, it. Exactly. I appreciate that. Uh, we have another $5 donation from Doug Peasley. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Thank you, Doug. Thank you. Nothing very much. measly about that, Doug Peasley. Oh I, boy. Thank you. I would give you credit for that pun, but I think we can all agree that that was pretty easy, Peasley. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we would also like to thank uh, past guest on the show, uh, Jeb Lund, yeah. uh, for his $3 pledge. Thank I guess you, he's. Uh, it's always nice to know that uh, someone respects you and respects your work enough to donate, but doesn't want to hear any more of it. Um, so he's not quite going for the $5 tier, but the $3 donation, uh, thank you to Jeb, and we should, he's actually made the donation in the name of his excellent podcast, This Week in Atrocity. So if you've... Uh, That's a smart way to get us to say a, the name it of his podcast. It is yeah. a very smart That's way to do genius. it, and maybe we should start doing that. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if he even makes it to the end of the month. Like, maybe he's even going to do it before we get even $3 Maybe, yeah, maybe it's just buzz marketing. This very smart buzz like marketing. Yeah, thank you, Jeb. But I don't think so, because he gave us a, a pretty thorough retweet this week that earlier is true. as well about how everyone should listen to us. So that is true. He's a very you. sweet boy. Thank, thank you, Jeb. Jeb. Uh, you can find him on Twitter, at Mobute. And, uh, our best Christmas wishes to you, Jeb. And our best Christmas wishes to every donor uh, and anyone who's ever donated, even if you don't any longer. We very much appreciate it. Thank you. And, uh, you know, it might not uh, keep the power on, but... Uh, it does keep the roof over my head in some capacity. Well, and it does. Your last roof had a big hole in it. It does warm my heart as well. So uh, thank you, everybody who supports this show. It means a lot. Yes, last year we had a segment on the Christmas episode uh, called John's Tender Moment, uh, where I, uh, where I, you know, sort of talked about uh, how much this show and all of its listeners mean to me. And I thought for this year uh, it would only be appropriate uh, to cancel that segment. So uh, there will be no Tender Moment this year. Thank you for tuning in. All right, but if everybody came back expecting a big uh, return segment from last year. I, I think we won't disappoint them necessarily, you know, well, we might, because people wanted Santa Claus. The big man it was not available, no, though, not is my quite. understanding. Not yeah. quite, but uh, we got the next best thing in segment number four. four. Is it four or five? It's four. Four. <laughs> four. Well, fellas, uh, last year, of course, it was a special treat. Everyone remembers we were joined by... Santa Claus for the Christmas episode, and we reached out to Santa's people this year to try and make that happen again. Unfortunately, Santa was a little bit occupied because we're doing this a little bit late, but uh, he did in his stead uh, send an elf instead, and we are now joined uh, by that elf. Uh, hello. Hello, it's me, Daryl the Elf. Hello, everyone. Hi, Daryl. John, hey. John, Justin, Stefan, hello. Yeah, hey, Daryl. So, sorry, wait a minute. So what's uh, what's going on here? Are we What's up with Santa? Why couldn't Santa come on the show? Uh, Santa, Santa is working very hard in his workshop. He's, he's, uh, well, he's, uh, he's, he's got his little hammer and his little tools and well, he's making Christmas cheer for all the boys and girls. Tee hee, hoo hoo. He just couldn't be pulled away from the toy oven this no, year. He's and, making too many toys. Daryl, I fully understand that, of course, but we're we're happy to have you here. And well, uh, so, well no, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> Santa doesn't <throat> usually make like the elves make the toys. Uh, yes, but th but but this year, <clears throat> but but this year Santa is. Uh, Santa is, um, he's on work release. 
<clears throat> he's work. He's he's. <clears throat> Look, okay. Can I just, Daryl? What's going on here? Daryl, can we just let me just drop this for a second? Okay. Uh, let me be honest with you guys. I respect you guys. Uh, you're professionals. I'm a professional too. Uh, I work really hard at what I do. Uh, just to be straight up with you, uh, I am not an elf at this time. Um, I just want to let you know at that this time, I am a like person. you might be an I'm elf at some point. What's that? Have I said you... you said at this time, so like you might be an elf at some point. Uh, well, look, you know that's 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 up to the big man himself uh, to see what happens. Um, you know, if it's if it's in his plan, then it's in his plan, and I'm just here to respect that and to uh, to keep the process moving. Um, I will tell you a little bit about myself. My name is, in fact, Daryl. Um, I'm a graduate of Michigan State University, 2004, a business major, classical minor. Um, you know, I've I've been around the block a little bit. I did a tour of uh, used cars uh, in Detroit. Um, I've done a few other odds and ends. I was a custodian at a museum for a while. Um, I was able to, uh, from that point on, I was able to go ahead and familiarize myself with uh, some of the ancient technology that we had there at the museum. Um, and then I, I, I was able to par that, uh, parlay that into um, a job um, with a temporary uh, employment placement company uh, that did go ahead and at that time place me um, uh, at work in the North Pole up here where I am right now working for Santa Claus. Yeah. So. So wait, um, what's why does he need to bring in uh, outside contractors? Okay, so that's a good question, um, and uh, and I'm not really, uh, I, I haven't really been, uh, I've only been here for about a week, and uh, so I haven't really been told all of, of what's going on right now. Uh, what I can tell you at this time is that uh, a lot of the elves seem, uh, they do seem to be becoming very sick, um, and I don't, I'm not sure, I don't know what's going on with them at this time. Um, they seem to be very ill. Um, a lot of them are becoming uh, disabled. Um and they have a hard time uh, speaking uh, properly. Uh, many of them never learned English. I will say that some of the the few that did, the few that were able to learn English and communicate, uh, uh, right now they they are having a difficult time getting the words out because some of their tongues are falling out of their mouths. And and what what I was. Uh, you know, my company sent me up here and they told me there is no radiation. And so that's what I'm going on right now. Um, I have a clause in my contract that if there is radiation detected, um, I will get one and a half times pay. So, um, so anyways, that's what's going on with the elves. They're having a really hard time keeping up. So Santa has hired some people. Of course, people don't have the magic abilities that many elves uh, do have. Um, so we work a little bit slower. So a lot of us are placed into these clerical roles such as you know, I'm kind of answering emails and that kind of stuff. Um, and I'm also going on all the podcasts uh, so, for Santa. Right so, now. so you haven't, you're not making any of the toys yourself, Daryl. They put me on the floor for a while. Uh, it was not a great success for me. I felt like I would be more comfortable in a different role. Um, I did uh, go ahead and try to make one Etch-A-Sketch. Um, so if anybody out there does get an Etch-A-Sketch, that looks like it has a lot of blood in it instead of the <laughs> magnetic dust that's in a normal one. I will say that is mine, um, but that was not very successful. So they pulled me off the floor. Um, I was holding up the line. Um, so I'm back here. Um, I'm in the office right now. So if anybody ever comes in the front door, I say hello, welcome. Um, and then I, I give them uh, a tiny uh, glass of snow and they wait till the snow melts and they can drink the snow. So. <laughs> So your your familiarity with magic technologies from your uh, 
from your museum job really didn't transfer over to the North Pole then too too well. Well, I'm familiar with how magic works, of course. Um, I understand it as a technological achievement. However, that does not give me myself magical powers. Um, you know, just because I go and watch a baseball game and see Giancarlo Stanton smash a 500-foot home run doesn't mean that I can get up there and smash a home run of my own self. So, as you can see, uh, I was able to prosper in a different role. So, I am one of the few people... One of the few creatures, actually, I will say up here that is able to speak fluent uh, English. Um, like I said, the elves are having a difficult time. Many of the reindeer have also become uh, possessed by the devil. Um, <laughs> and that is frequently a, uh, an obstacle when it comes to communication between the deer um, and Santa Claus. So, is, is, as you can see. Is Christmas in trouble then? It sounds like... The you know the the sleigh the sleigh might not be able to take flight without those reindeer and the the presents might not be ready in time. Well, uh, so so uh, I will have to read from this prepared statement if you don't mind. Uh, since you have inquired as to the health of Christmas and the expectations uh, heretofore set within, uh, we are able to say at this time, as employees and contractors of Santa Corp LLC that uh, everything is going to uh, according to plan and there will be no disruptions in your Christmas time service as long as you continue to uh, believe and be good. Um, you, uh, yours truly, Chris Kringle, a.k.a. Uh, you know, you know the rest from there. I don't have to say it. I think we all know who I'm talking about here. You, you mentioned that the elves are sick. Is that, is that because people just aren't believing in Christmas enough? That is that is a possibility. Um, is it is possible that people at this time are not believing in Santa Claus as much as they uh, used to in the uh, former past? However, I will say that uh, approximately two weeks before I was hired by the North Pole Industries, um, there was a rumor floating around the workshop that a couple of the elves had discovered um, in the depths of a well in the middle of the factory floor. Um, a glowing green rock, um, approximately 75 feet below the surface. And we're not sure what the purpose of that stone was at the time, but it was immediately removed from the facility. However, it did explode upon contact with our atmosphere. And it seems that several of the elves were outright injured um, from said explosion. Um, the gas did shut down production uh, in our facility for a short period of time, which is why, as I said before, Santa Claus is on the floor himself um, creating a lot of these toys because they were so backed up due to the very strange uh, and mystical artifact that was discovered um, in the workshop facility. So um, I would say it is it is most likely about 50-50% uh, in terms of um, why are so many of the elves dying and um, being buried in shallow graves right outside of Santa Claus's workshop? I would say 50% uh, of it would be um, the um, the glowing material that was discovered um, that produced a lot of heat um, and actually uh, set uh, the majority of our production lines on fire when it was removed from the facility. And also the other 50% would be children um, not thinking that Santa is real. So as you can see, it's a very uh, difficult uh uh, and complex process we have up here at the North Pole. Daryl, I feel like you kind of buried the lead a little bit so that most of the elves don't speak English. Uh, many of the elves uh, were enrolled in a program that would allow them uh, to learn English. 
Um, but what we found was that by the time they were uh, really invested in the program, um, the their fingers were worn to the nubs from pressing the keys on the keyboard because while elves have many magical powers, um, uh, using the proper QWERTY keyboard is not one of them. Um, it's actually very damaging to them uh, and uh, to sit uh, in a sedentary position for a long period of time. Um, it's very it has negative uh, results on their health. So um, many of the elves were dropped off in an immersion program um, in Texas. So we have several facilities around the country, Texas, uh, North Carolina, and Northern California where uh, we dropped off many elves in an immersion program to help them learn English, um, just because that's supposedly the fastest way to learn English. Um, however, all contact with those elves was lost approximately one week after they were dropped off. Um, and we have no plans at this time uh, to mount uh, a rescue mission for those elves. So that really took a big chunk out of it. And, and the rest of them here were some of the more uncurious and unintelligent elves that were left <laughs> in the facility at that time. There were any gifts lost during the glowing green explosion you mentioned earlier? Uh, yes, actually, um, we did have uh, a big problem with many of the gifts that we were constructing. Um, however, those gifts have been uh, have been um, uh, diverted to uh, Africa, so it should not be a problem um, for everyone listening to the show, um, as most of the children in Africa will be receiving. Um, these contaminated items. <laughs> uh, well, like, how do you, how are you managing to produce like all of the uh, consumer electronics and stuff that that the children are are asking for? Well, that's a big problem, and uh, you know, it, it is a problem, but it's also a blessing in disguise because, as I said, we are shorthanded right now. And when I say shorthanded, I just want to be clear. I'm not referring to some of the elves that have had um, the manual uh, deformations on their hands um, from exposure to the device that we discovered. Um, I'm, I'm just uh, speaking purely metaphorically. Uh, we don't have enough uh, people and creatures on hand to manufacture these toys. Um, there was a brief trial period in which we allowed many Yeti and Sasquatch individuals into the facility um, to attempt to manufacture some of these processes. Um, however, uh, they were very hungry individuals, and we did lose a number of elves um, <laughs> just trying to work with them um, and have them included in the employment process. So uh, that being said, uh, Santa has determined that it's in the best interest of the facility to stick to some of the tried-and-true classics uh, when it comes to presents. While many children will prefer an iPad or an iPhone or a Samsung, uh, what we're trying to do here instead is make teddy bears um, and also nutcrackers um, and then like uh, just like a normal uh, ball that doesn't have any affiliation with any type of league or sport. Just a general ball that you can use to throw uh, around um, and sometimes uh, the ball will come back as well. And that's sort of what we're focusing on here uh, at this point in time. What about like a wooden horse or like a miniature train set? Uh, yes, those are those are still very popular in certain parts of the world. Um, we do have the horse. Um, Santa is working very hard on the horse this year. Um, he's doing a great job with it. I just want to say I'm really proud of what Santa's been able to do with this horse. Um, 
we were not able to uh, do the train set this year due to um, certain uh, uh, shortcomings uh, from our suppliers. Um, however, we have done a remote controlled Segway device um, and it does not work. However, um, it does look um, uh, sort of cool and you can um, you can play with it sort of like in a pretend fashion. Well, this is not just concerning for Christmas this year, but sounds kind of like Christmas every year going forward if if you know a lot of the supply line and and uh, the you know the builders of our gifts every year are uh, either dead or, or or slowly dying i can see why you would say that um and that's why we have um here in the north pole we have begun to encourage many of the elves to have sex with each other um irrespective of their familial uh, relationships um and their genetic um lines and so forth um it's um, it's a program that we're throwing a lot of our weight behind, uh, which Santa likes to say. Uh, it gets a pretty good laugh on the floor because um, he uh, jiggles his belly when he says it, and it is very humorous, uh, especially in these dark times, to see that that our man in charge still has the sense of humor. Um, so we're really excited about um, having a lot of these elves um, to have sex with each other um, and then to uh, hopefully produce more elves. However, we are finding... Um, that the uh, glowing orb that we did discover um, at the in the basement of the um, factory um, did seem uh, to cause sterility in a lot of the elves. Um, they seem to have a problem uh, reaching orgasm, um, or um, also just implanting a seed uh, that will hold um, in the womb of the certain elves uh, at this time. So. Um, but we're going to keep on that, um, and we will we will potentially even be bringing in more humans to have sex with the elves to create sort of um, a hybrid system. So it's sort of the best of both worlds, um, and that's what that's what we're looking for forward to in quarter two, of 2018. Is a, a human elf um, orgy of, of of sorts. Daryl, have you been uh, have you been asked to uh, to take part in this mission already? Have you been sleeping with some of the elves? Um, to the extent that I have slept with elves, I will say at this time that that has been off the clock. Um, that has not been something that we have pursued in an official capacity. Um, but I will say that most of the elves that I have met um, at my time uh, here in the factory have been very generous lovers. Um, so uh, as far as whether that gets taken to the next level, um, you know what? I'm just, I'm just putting that in their hands. The ball's in their court. Uh, well, Daryl, uh, I, I know that you probably have a number of, uh, of podcast appearances to make as the day goes on, given that this has been your, your official role, basically. Uh, what, what other shows are you going to be visiting uh, throughout the rest of the afternoon? Well, uh, to be honest with you, Justin, I actually don't, uh, I don't have a lot of time to do many more shows uh, this afternoon and this evening, um, because the rest of my day is going to be filled up with making sure that Santa Claus stays away from the stimulants that are contained in the employee bathroom in order to keep us working as hard as possible. Um, Santa has shown uh, an addictive personality at times um, and his role as CEO of Santa Corp. Um, we're really concerned that he has become addicted to many of these stimulants as they are um, man-made and highly addictive substances. Um, one good thing to note about Santa Claus is uh, if he does come down your chimney and you see him, um, first of all, that's a bad sign. Normally, you're not supposed to see Santa Claus. However, I will say, if Santa Claus does begin speaking um, in some strange um, rhythmic lines, um, if he's rhyming as he's speaking, that is generally considered a sign of addiction to the stimulant. Um, also, if you 
Uh, if you are able to detect a scent of brown sugar as he comes down in the chimney, that is a good sign. His pores have opened up and he is beginning to produce a brown sugar-like odor. Uh, that is a good sign that he has been in the bathroom um, smoking the pills uh, that we used to work. Um, once Santa is up for about 36 hours straight, he does become extremely violent and aggressive. And I would say that if you see Santa Claus and you notice some of these signs and symptoms, I would say I would suggest, and it is the official position of Santa Corp, that you do stay away from Santa Claus if you do see him acting this way. Uh, Santa becomes very feral at times when he is deprived of sleep, um, and his teeth do grow to two to three times their normal size. At that time. His eyes will become bloodshot as well, um, and he does grow several additional arms and claws. So. Please do stay away from Santa Claus if you notice any of these signs. Uh, it's why we've encouraged uh, Mrs. Claus to have her go bag packed at all times in case she ever notices these symptoms. She is able to get helicoptered out of the facility, um, and Santa Claus is just, he's going to have to be reined in by the military perhaps at a certain time. Um, that, will be, that will be in the future. Um, however, uh, right now our main concern is that the shareholders of the company will force Santa Claus out due to his DPM behavior. Um, so I will be, um, I will be sort of uh, Santa's right-hand man for the next, uh, to the next 72 hours um, as he gets through this trying time period, uh, making sure that he doesn't do anything that would suggest to the board that he's incapable of leadership, um, and also keeping him away from all uh, needles and other sharp objects as those do tend to enrage him and he can grow uh, extremely large at the drop of a hat um, and he has been known to eat cars so <laughs> that's one thing that I'm going to be working on so unfortunately I do not have time for many more podcast appearances this afternoon uh, as I said it's, it's very busy up here this time of year in the North Pole as you no doubt know of course sounds like a very dangerous job ahead of you as well uh, but we appreciate you taking the time to come on here Daryl and uh, ultimately warn uh, the children to to be careful this time of year absolutely if I, if I could say one thing to the children of the world right now it would be uh, just to let yourself know that Santa Claus is uh, making his list he's uh, checking it twice he's going to find out um, if you're naughty or nice um, as well, please do arm yourself with as heavy as, an artillery as you are able to find in this short period of time. Uh, do know that Santa is out and he can smell blood. Um, so if, if you are injured, please do hide yourself away in a safe room if possible. Um, Santa is not well and things are not uh, going uh, too good unless the shareholders are listening, in which case, as I said before, we're looking forward to a very happy and festive holiday season up here in the North Pole. Well, thank you, Daryl, and uh, good luck to you. Uh, I hope you survive these next few days. Thank you so much, Justin. Uh, happy holidays, everyone. Quick reminder, Rudolph is a cannibal. Um, and, and have a nice night, everybody. Ho, 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 as, as my boss would say. Thanks, Daryl. Thank you, Daryl. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Uh, that was terrifying. <laughs> uh, a little bit. Yeah, it sounds like uh, shit's not going well at the North Pole. It really reminded me of uh, Weird Al Yankovic's... Uh, Yankovic's... Yankovic's? Yeah, Yankovic's. Really reminded me of Weird Al Yankovic's uh, 1996 hit, The Night Santa Went Crazy. I mean, technically, if your name was Al Yankovic's, you'd probably go by Weird also, right? You know? It'd just be if like... If it was that close? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a guy named... Yeah. Yeah, I would, right. I, would, I would think so. Yeah. Friends call him Weird. Yeah. <laughs> or, you, or you would just go by Albert. Yeah. Possibly yeah, yeah, yeah. that too. Yeah. yeah. Or Yankee. <laughs> <laughs>
mean, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I can't get everything right. I guess uh, The Night Santa Went Crazy was about him, like, uh, shooting everyone. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I can sing the whole thing off by, of memory right now if you'd like. No, I, I don't need you to do that. Uh, I probably could do it, too, though. I feel like I could be right there with you. I just need the first line, I think. It's like... I haven't heard it in, like, 15 years. Which song is it based on, or is it an original It's an original. Yeah. Uh, down in the workshop, all the elves are making toys for the, the good Gentile girls and the good Gentile boys. Oh, right. When the boss busted in, he nearly he scared him half to death. He had a rifle in his hand and cheap whiskey on his breath. <laughs> From his beard to his boots, he was covered with ammo. Like a big, fat, drunk, disgruntled, yuletide Rambo. And he smiled as he said, <laughs> with a twinkle in his eye, Merry Christmas to all. Now you're all going to die. Die. All right. Oh, man. I, I, this song is so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a song, great song. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's one of his better originals, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. It's Santa yeah. going on a <laughs> yeah. mass shooting It's like, spree. yeah, and he's, yeah, he's, so he talks about, like, turning all the reindeers into reindeer sausage, and yeah. all the elves got jobs at the postal service. <laughs> Back, it was a different yeah. time when you could, like, really make humor about well there was another shootings. great there was another great original on that song too called i remember larry where it was like uh he was talking about how his buddy larry used to prank him all the time and that's like the first two verses and then the third verse he kidnaps larry <laughs> and ties him up in a garbage bag and dumps him in the forest wonderful <laughs> wonderful it's like a kid's album um but of course christmas is about a lot of different things it's about gifts it's about santa claus it's also the time of year where a bunch of teenagers from countries all over the world get together to uh, play hockey. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sort of is that yeah. in some capacities kind of, yeah. also. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, there's a, one very sweet boy who joins us every year to talk about that. And we'll talk to him again in segment number five. 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 Now, fellas, we don't have a lot of Christmas traditions around here, but the ones we do are pretty good. And every single year, there has been one man that we can turn to at this time of year. <laughs> what is happening? That A rocket just landed in this man, chat. That man's name is Ryan Lambert, and uh, he joins us once again. Ryan, uh, thank you for doing this. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Joining us live from uh, your childhood bedroom. That's yeah, the the only place to uh, call into real good show from. Absolutely, absolutely. Tell us your best uh, jack off story from that room. Ooh, uh, <laughs> it's happening right now. <laughs> you know, John, they all kind of blend together in a way. Like I don't really have any like never been walked in on or any of that kind of stuff. Uh, it's all just you know. Dial up internet circa like 1998. Hell yeah, play. And waiting for a picture of, you know, Jenny McCarthy or whatever to load. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, respect, respect. Now, we usually have you on, Ryan, to talk about uh, the World Junior Hockey Tournament, which is going on uh, as we speak. Started today, I believe, uh, as this comes out. Nope. No. Oh, as this comes out. Oh, uh, maybe yesterday. No, yesterday as yes. this comes out. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, I I have not really been keeping tabs on on this tournament of late. It seems like as TSN has lost the rights 
to the uh, NHL hockey, all of the things that they put their hype machine behind uh, are not really on my radar anymore because I don't have a reason to watch that right. channel ever. Spoken like a true Rogers Sportsnet <laughs> conglomerate yeah, shill. Man right there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, TSN, never heard of it. What <laughs> is that, the sewing network? I feel like I said that about the tournament last year, though. Uh, but I don't. I guess like you still get hyped for these things every year, and you don't have TSN at all down there. So I, maybe maybe I am a company man. You tell me. Well, I mean, I guess hype is a relative term, uh, in that I pay attention to it. Um, but you know, I, I'm never super excited about. Oh, you know, this this is the year for the United States or Canada or whatever. Like I just I just want to see good hockey. That's all I'm ever caring about. And what is probably the best opportunity to see good hockey in the tournament this year? Like, who are the players to watch? Oh, there's, I mean, there's a bunch of really good players. Um, we, I think that the, the team I really like, uh, or at least have a lot of interest in, is Sweden. Uh, because not only do they have, you know, Timothy Lilligren and, and uh, Rasmus Dahlin and, and Alex Nylander and Elias Patterson, but, like, guys who almost made NHL teams, like Leah Anderson and... and uh, what's his name? Jesper Bokvist almost made the Devils. I want to say. Yep. And uh, Eric uh, Bronstrom from from their defense is, is also really good. I, I think Sweden's probably uh, the favorite, but I don't really know who their goalie is, and I don't know that they do either. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, they're just the team with. They probably should have. They didn't medal at all last year, and they probably should have. Um. And, I, you know, I, with all these guys who have, like, played pro hockey before, it's kind of hard to, to line up against them and, and say that they're, you know, not going to be the favorites. But, um, you know, as far as Canada goes, I don't know. Like, they've, they've made some weird decisions. Like, they cut Owen Tippett, and he's a guy who almost made the Panthers this year. And, you know, that probably says more about the Panthers than it does about Team Canada. <laughs> But uh, you know, he he's a he's a really good player, pro pro level shot, all that kind of stuff. Um Canada's got good players up front, especially Sam Steele, who's you know, last two years just destroying the, the WHL. But uh they're they're de- like it's not it's not fun because it's their defense that's really good. Um Kale Clay, Kale McCarr. Dante Fabro, Jake Bean, just off the top of my head, like those are really good <laughs> defensemen. And and Carter Hart, you know, uh, in net is having maybe the best season ever in the WHL. He's like nine sixty or something like that. So, uh, you, you know, Canada has the has talent, but it's not going to be like fun to watch talent. Okay, just, just well because you know, none of these guys are Eric Carlson, right? So like. They're, they're not like they're puck rushing defensemen, but they're not like take over a game puck rushing defensemen necessarily. Of course. Um, probably Kale McCarr is who uh, plays college hockey at UMass Amherst. Uh, he's probably the the guy most like that. I think he was fourth in the last draft. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, he, he's he's really well regarded. He's going to play one year of college hockey, then go pro. Um, but. So I guess, I guess, and this is going to really surprise you guys. I think the most fun team in the tournament might be the United States. <laughs> oh, uh, here we go! What a shock! Because, well, the reason why is they have a real, they have probably the best forward group in the tournament, um, and and a couple of good defenders. But I, 
they don't have a lot of defensive depth and their goaltending could be a total shit show. So like they, they might Dallas stars their way to a bunch of like six, five, five, four wins. Um, just because they have so many talented forwards and maybe two or three defensemen where I'm like, Oh yeah, that guy's like a competent U 20, uh, high end defenseman. But do they have, um, do they have anyone with a name anywhere near as cool as Sam Steele? Okay. Well, I mean, I, that's not I, even I the best name in the tournament. Feel about uh, Kyler Yamamoto? Yeah, that's that's better than Sam. The Steele. best name in the tournament is Nando Eggenberger. Yeah, <laughs> that, that sounds like a, uh, a restaurant breakfast special. Uh, I'm gonna say, based, not knowing who that is specifically, I'm gonna guess that that guy is from Switzerland. He that's is right. from Switzerland. That's You're correct. Right. Yeah, yeah, they they always have insane names in yeah. Switzerland. Nan- yeah, Nando Eggenberger over there. And there's a guy on Russia who uh, his last name you like you really need to buy a vowel. It's like uh, it's crazy. It's like Atten Br. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I don't know how to pronounce that guy's name, but he's really good. Also, yeah, Andre Alta Barmakian. Yeah. Alta Barmakian, I think, is how yeah, it goes. Yeah, yeah. Alta Barmakian. Um, yeah, there yeah you go. he's uh, he's really he's going to be one of their better players. Oh, I year, actually so. like this guy's name a lot, Daniil Varyev. <laughs> Varyev. <laughs> Varyev. I just think Sam Steele sounds like the star of like a 1970s spy program. Um, oh, absolutely. <laughs> Not a particularly good one, but yeah. definitely. Yeah, I mean, Switzerland has as many good names as you want. Akira Schmid. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Sorry, what? Akira Schmid is, is one of their goalies. And they've got uh, Simon LeCoultre, uh, Nando Eggenberger. Aliyah Mar- Riva. Marco Cavallari. Uh, Ken Yager, <laughs> Yarmir Yager's uh, younger brother. Uh, Marco Miranda. Yeah. Sven Loyenberger, Guillaume Maillard. Valentin Nussbaumer. Yeah, so. it's just so much better than everyone else. It's, yeah. it's just a different level. Yeah, Even if they good. don't get named to any all-star teams, they're going to sweep the all-name yeah, team at the very Yeah, they absolutely least. are. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, like, even think about the, the Swiss guys in the NHL. They all have crazy-ass names, too. Totally. Uh, Nino, Nino Niederreiter. Niederreiter yeah. Classic. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sven Andragetto. Yeah, that's a good one, too. And uh, to be honest, like, even their goal... I can't goal... think of any more. Oh, Rito Berra. Is he still in the league? Uh... No, I don't think so. I think he's in the well, KHL he should now, be. but I mean, he should he's be terrible. <laughs> no, well, yeah, you're right. He is terrible. And even their goalie coach, like their goalie coach, it seems like he likes to kind of just like mix it up and sort of get involved. Peter Medler. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I'll allow it. Thank you. As well, you should. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it should be a fun tournament this year. I, I'm probably going to watch more of the games than I have previously, just because I probably have to talk about them at work. So, well, and you also don't have that's a, job. a good reason to, to do so your it gives homework. Gives you a lot of once. time to watch <laughs> when you're unemployed. I'm not unemployed. I'm not, I know, obviously. Not. <laughs> I just talked about my job like not even 30 seconds ago. I know that. Now, Ryan, I'm I'm asking this as a Canucks fan, so there's there's one correct answer. But who's your pick for a tournament MVP? Uh, I think you're going to want me to say Elias Pettersson. Yes, that that is correct. No, is I, wanted, right? I wanted you to say Will Lockwood. Yeah, yeah, no, he's... <laughs> yeah, Pettersson's really good. Um, I, I, he has a really good... I think he leads the Swi- the Swedish League in scoring right now as a 19-year-old. Yep. Which which is very hard to do. 
Um, but a guy I think is it depends on if his team's any good and, and the Finnish team is uh weird. They were awful last year, but they have I think five first round picks on defense, including yeah, their D is the crazy. Ulevi. Heskinen, Yulevi. Um Valamaki. Valamaki, the Flames pick. Yeah. Uh they've got that other the, guy. The guy Arrow. the guy I think if the if the team's any good, uh the guy I think could be the tournament MVP is this kid Ely Tolvanen from uh from the KHL who he played college hockey or he was supposed to play college hockey this year, didn't get into Boston College. Um Oh, it was a grades went problem. To the KHL. Uh no, I think it was like his an issue where like his uh, high school credits didn't all transfer over correctly and they could have gotten him in like in the second semester. But he was like, I think I'll just go make hundreds of thousands of dollars in the KHL instead. And uh, he's scoring in the KHL as a 18, 19 year old, like, um, uh, shit. What's his name? Tarasenko. The, the, Kuznetsov. No, the, the kid from, uh, from Washington. Yeah. Cause his name I am. What? Kuznetsov. Yes, like he's scoring like him, but at a higher rate, even like higher scoring rate because he's played fewer games. So, yeah, I, I think that that he has a real chance of being a, a dark horse kind of a player. So, uh, yeah, I, I, it's Tolvin and Pedersen, and then maybe you want to say like a uh, one of the guys on the U.S. top line, Logan Brown, Yamamoto again, uh, or maybe Casey Middlestat. I don't know. I like it. Now, you're a, obviously you watch a lot of college hockey and you're very familiar or most familiar with the U.S. program. Which of the U.S. players do you think fucks the most? Um, I, I think you got to go with one of the college kids, probably. Yeah, I mean, it uh, makes just sense. Because, you know, they're, uh, they're not on the road as much. Well, especially in the, on the East Coast, they're not on the road as much. Uh, you know, so, so they're I just like know. home base kind of a situation. Um, so... Let's go with somebody at say BC or BU. Your your uh, your Jake Ottinger's, Joe Wolves. Um, I was gonna say Brady Kachuk, but maybe not. He's kind Whoa. of weird looking. I'm looking at He's Jake also- Ottinger's photos right now, and I'm saying that's a that's a definite yes. This guy looks <laughs> well, like there you go. Uh, this guy looks like he's in four different frats. <laughs> Before we let you go, Ryan, uh, I don't think anyone sees more movies than you basically okay every, that sounds right every time that i like try right. to book you to do the weekend radio show you're like oh i don't know i'm gonna be at a movie in the afternoon um yeah sunday's my go into the movies day for sure uh what was the best thing you saw this year um you know it, it, i haven't seen all the like i haven't seen call me by by your name yet which everybody says is movie of the year but I, right now i've seen star wars 3 times and i loved it every single time um i finally saw it yes a couple days ago and i really enjoyed it it's a lot yeah, of fun yeah uh, it's one of those things where the nerds are going we're going to be mad about it always justin but... is mad about it yeah speaking of the nerds <laughs> wait come on seriously yeah justin hated it he's he's, I didn't squir- hate he's it. squirming in his chair I didn't right hate now it. i i i felt weird about it the first time and maybe i'll come around on it if i see it again talk me through this justin, I don't justin's talking about uh sex actually. what i didn't enjoy <laughs> i thought a lot of the humor was not very good uh, and there's way too much of it uh i agree with that i felt that uh the like the space 
flying uh, portion. I don't want to spoil anything, yeah. but uh, that was a little weird. But that but was uh, one of the worst things I've seen in any Star Wars movie ever. Um, it wasn't that bad. I really did Come not on. enjoy that part at all. <laughs> this is a guy who I uh, didn't see any of the prequels. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. There's a lot of good things about it that I did like a lot. I like all of the, you know, most of the character arcs. I do like. Uh, Luke's whole thing. I, I like. There's there's more that I like than I don't, but the things that I don't kind of stuck out like a sore thumb for me. Boo! Yeah, um. shut up, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, here's the thing. Uh, Star whores. No, okay. I don't know that Is that, that a, was a thing. Yeah. Okay. Was that a? I don't know. I think it's like a porn. Probably. About our, our oh. next segment is John works on a thing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, Ryan, we will let you get back to Christmas with your family, but uh, a pleasure as always. Thank you for doing this every year. Th- thanks for having me, guys. I always enjoy it as well. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Take Ryan. care, buddy. Merry Christmas. Later, boys. Merry Christmas. You as well. Happy holidays. <laughs> oh, right. No, you're right? Al- we're allowed to say Merry Christmas now. Yeah, exactly. We took oh, that's it, right. I we heard took about it back. That. You know we what? took it back from the minorities. Uh, I take that back. Unhappy Hanukkah and uh, what's that other one? Crappy just, just Kwanzaa. Just a terrible Kwanzaa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, not a fan. <laughs> like a mediocre Kwanzaa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, more like Kwan. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Think of <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Later, guys. See ya. Always nice to check in with the good boy, Ryan Lambert. And always a treat to have him on the radio as well. He's been doing the show pretty often with me. And it's yeah. been a ton of fun. So, yeah. Oh, just uh, just checking in with our old friends on our Christmas show. Except for Daryl, I guess. We never met him before. No, I mean, but we sort of checked in on Santa on his behalf. Yeah, Because he sort of... uh, Sorry, wait. Wasn't Daryl Jesse Farrar? No. Uh, So on to the next segment. Oh, okay. (laughs) Segment number six. Six. Uh, now, people might not be enjoying us singing the numbers of the segments at the moment, but uh, there is some singing on the show that they have enjoyed a great deal uh, over the course of the last month or so. We didn't do this last week, but uh, I know that there were people who were sad it was not on the show. Yep. And we're going to bring it back this week because... For that one person. Stefan, you are in the room, and it's only going to make this go even better, I can assume, basically. Uh, it is. It's the segment that we've all come to know and love. Does John Mayer follow us on Twitter? Oh fuck! I totally forgot the lyrics. Uh, your Twitter? No, it's uh, swimming in a sea of tweets. 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 Uh, your. Uh, John, John Mayer, Mayer is, is. Is he following me still? Uh, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Is your. No, it's not. Your, wait, so, no, no, are we, this is we're where, not there yet. No, no, this is more John Mayer. How does John it go better Mayer, when I'm not in the room? John Mayer does some does stuff. Your Twitter is a wonderland. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you again. Got it. Yeah, again. Yeah. Your Twitter is a wonderland. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right. Are we, are we fucking done? Yeah, yeah, okay. we got it. Whew, Jesus Christ. <laughs> that seemed to uh, stress you out a little bit in person. It was hard, yeah. Yeah, it was difficult. I, like, I think I actually usually have the lyrics in front of me. 
Oh, it's like okay. a sort of riff off them. And, uh, That's cool. Yeah. Well, uh, I have checked from both my Cullen the Comic and Cullen the Curler account, but it occurred to me that we've never actually checked from the Real Good Show account. Oh, yeah. And since John follows you or has been following you, maybe he follows the Real Good Show account. Maybe. So we'll Let's just take, take a look. look. Yeah. Nope, he does uh, not. Okay. Nope. Has never, not? Uh, has never enjoyed... Uh, Oh, wow. He did have a really bad tweet uh, five hours ago. Yeah, Bird watching makes me orny. That's a, that's a good pun. I mean, it's... I mean... I mean... I think it's pretty good. Just I in mean, case he listens. Uh, it's really funny. It's a good tweet. I mean... I would say. I guess he's obviously recovered from his attendant or attendance, his appendix. Yeah, I think he, he's doing problem. better. Yeah. Uh, should we... I just checked from uh, the Sportsnet 650 Twitter account. <laughs> oh, okay. And he does not follow them either. Wow. He still follows me. Oh. Yeah, so. Wonderful. He does still follow me. Wonderful, yeah. wonderful. Yeah. I'm glad. Glad we could check in on that. Yeah, it's a good Christmas segment. Yeah. And we will move on from there to segment number seven. 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 The seventh segment. Okay, what what is it? Uh, segment. Someone tell me what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> segment number seven this year uh, is the return of a favorite. I think the people love this one perhaps even more than does John Mayer. Follow me on yeah. Twitter. This is a Christmas present Very to possible. all our listeners. Yeah, we haven't done this segment for a long time. Well, we haven't done it in a year since since uh, of course last Christmas, basically. Oh, oh you, that's right. Which, which segment are we talking about here? Uh, which segment are you talking, talking about? about? The people oh. that we. Yeah, I was talking. Okay, well, never mind. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, no, we can no. we can yeah, do this well, no, one. We're doing the other one. Okay. It's the return of the RGS. Enemies list. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, okay, wait, hold on, Justin, because I want. Yeah, we I, need like a music sting. Yeah, that, so right? that's what I'm. Uh, yeah, so hold on, Justin. Okay, uh, sorry. Okay, so wait, just hold on. Give me one second here. Okay, wait. Give me. Okay, okay. Here we go. Okay, do it again. The RGS enemies list. <laughs> That wasn't even music. No, it was a gunshot. No, it was really like not very loud. Okay, well, we'll see. Yeah, you're going okay. I mean, to can... try and kill the people on this list? Yeah. So do you want to do it again? Is that Is always it not loud the... enough? Let's do it, yeah. Enemies list! Mm, okay. That's probably as many shots as there are people on the list. Oh, one of them bounced Jesus, off man. a metal wall there. Hit a tin sign. One of our enemies is a metal wall. <laughs> yeah, number one on the enemies list. Metal walls. <laughs> um, <laughs> God damn, why aren't you made of brick like every other wall, you son of a bitch? Okay, number 10 on the enemies list. This guy has made the enemies list, I believe, both of the last two years. Uh, but we don't want to give him the satisfaction of being number one because he seems to think that we care so much about him and he doesn't care about us at all. It's that phenomenal prick, Steve Dangle. I mean, he had to be on the list. Of course. Yeah, he's got to be on the list. Got to include him on the After that list. old uh, Nashville Predators playoff fiasco. Well, oh, my mommy won't let me go to the Stanley <laughs> Cup. Oh, no. <laughs> that wasn't him necessarily as a member of his staff. Yeah, but, even worse. Uh, <laughs> In any case, I hope Dangle's Leafs bedroom sets on fire and he is inside of it. All right. 
Well, well nice okay. little Christmas yeah. wish there. Yeah, absolutely. Peace on Earth and Death to Dangle. Enemy number nine of the show uh, is another returning favorite. Yes. And he's been on the clip of the week many, many yeah, times. Yeah, I think four times this year. Yeah, a lot. So you'd think he might be like warming up to the show a little bit, given how much exposure we give him, but uh, you would be mistaken there. Enemy number nine, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, you dumbass. Uh, <laughs> you big old dumbass. Yeah, you dumb shit idiot. Number eight <laughs> on the list is a uh, is a some might think a friend of the show, uh, but we actually secretly hate him, and uh, he is an enemy of ours. And we are also feuding with his podcast. I know what you're thinking. It must be Michael Hale, but no, we like Michael a lot. Number eight is Jesse Farrar. Yeah, unlike the good boy Michael Hale, Jesse Farrar, an enemy of real good show. Yes. Thank you for that. Number seven, uh, this is uh, this is a personal enemy for you, Justin. Or I guess I should say it's more your professional yeah, enemy. Yeah, uh, a new a newcomer to the enemies list this year. You know, we we I I really I wasn't sure which way this was going to go in the past when I was a free agent. You know, I could have I could have landed anywhere, and my enemy could have been anyone. But I landed with Sportsnet, and of course, my enemy are those fucks over at TSN. <laughs> <laughs> So I mean, the, the entire network of TSN has landed on the RGS enemies list. I think it's a good idea uh, when you work in an industry and there's two major players in it to say really bad shit about the other one. I mean, I, I didn't really say anything really bad. Well, yeah, I mean, you called them those fox. I think I was trying to allude to that Kiprios tweet that oh, was supposed yeah, to be yeah. a DM. He called them that, right? Those yeah. fuckers or something? Those, yeah, those right. fuckers at TSN. Yeah, yeah I think that's right. Uh, number six, uh, this Stefan, this was an enemy you wanted to see on the list yeah, this year. Yeah, and it's, I mean, he's blocked me on Twitter, but I did manage to see one of his tweets today, and it's kind of just off the cuff, like, I'm putting him on the enemies list because of this tweet. Uh, so it's uh, former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee, <laughs> uh, who's extremely bad at uh, Twitter and, and jokes and, and humor uh, and governing. And, and playing uh, bass guitar also. Yeah, well, he's actually good at bass guitar. Uh, <laughs> Questionable. He's uh, he's also bad at raising sons that uh, don't uh, torture and kill dogs. Uh, but this tweet was enough to get him on the list. Uh, so I'm going to read it right now. He's promoting his Christmas special. Uh, Santa is making a list of who watches my Christmas special on TBN tonight and Sunday at 8 and 11 p.m. Eastern. He never misses. And if you miss it, you get a lump of coal in your stocking, a cup of weak tea, and one peanut with the chocolate already sucked off. <laughs> Watch or regret. So I, I guess the show, it's just him sucking off peanuts. <laughs> Seems like that's what it's yeah. all, all about. I, I actually, mean, you guys, you guys I, know what it's like. Uh, <laughs> you gather around the Christmas tree and everyone sucks chocolate off a peanut. Yeah. That's how I roll. Yeah. Well, I'm allergic to peanuts, but I really like chocolate. Yeah. So it's kind of a, yeah. it's like Russian roulette. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I might tune in to see that actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to see him sucking off a peanut. So welcome to the list, Mike. Number five is uh, uh, another media personality and a, uh, a real piece of shit, uh, Edmonton's own Mark Spector. I'm becoming concerned with how many Sportsnet people are on this list <laughs> at the moment. Who's the other Sportsnet person? Mike Huckabee? Uh, yeah, Mike Huckabee. Oh, Steve Dangle. Yes, well, that would you. be the one. Oh, yeah, I guess you guys are like in a weird way co-workers. I mean, not really. No, but like, but kind of. Yeah, bit. and I would think like my personal view is that like it's probably overall good for the company at large if like someone with Vancouver Sportsnet is in a public feud with like 
an Edmonton Sportsnet yeah. person. Yeah. yeah because then you right. raise each other's profile together sure. in like a harmless feud. But I don't know if the company would entirely see it that I way. I mean, probably not. Yeah. But we'll find out. I'm sure. I guess so. Uh, yeah, Mark Spector like, just has the worst hockey takes. Yeah, like he's the Mike Huckabee of well, hockey yes, here's a uh, Here's a recent uh, headline from Mark Spector from November 17th. McDavid's turnovers cost Oilers again. Oh, my God. I can't imagine writing about... I mean, obviously, he's looking for clicks, and he got them. And he's looking for outrage, and he got it. But I think he actually does believe that. He writes, but, I mean, uh, this not- was one of those days when the Oilers' best players were far less than that as Connor McDavid managed to be a minus player while counting three points. So this is after oh a game God. that McDavid had three points that uh, Mark Spector... Uh, Just is- imagine thinking that he is the problem. I love it. I, I really ho- I Mark Spector, keep it up. Drive him out of Edmonton. You're doing a great job, buddy. And, yeah. he, and he loves... Uh, McDavid. Chris Russell and yeah, he says, uh, remember when Taylor Hall used to score a couple of points for the oil, take a ton of chances, then leave the rink and even or minus player after another loss. McDavid is clearly a far superior player, but the numbers don't lie. Minus two <laughs> against St. Louis and minus two again Saturday, despite a goal and two assists. Remember Taylor Hall, that player who we all have negative memories about and are so glad doesn't play here yeah. anymore. Like no kidding. Your, Jesus. your best player simply has to be better than that and McDavid's line was on the ice for three even strength goals by Dallas with McDavid also on for a fourth. Maybe if he didn't play like 24 minutes a night. Well also who were his line mates? Uh, it wasn't exactly Dra- all stars. Uh, Drake, Cajula and Pat Maroon. Yeah. And he so, says uh, too, what many, a maroon. too many turnovers have mixed into McDavid's game. Part of being a superstar is playing as well without the puck oh, as with God. it and being smarter with it than McDavid has been this when, season. Okay this is uh, such an old thing but when you look up the list of uh, NHL turnover leaders, it's like the best players in the league yeah, because they constantly have the puck, have the puck. all the time. Exactly. Like, he doesn't get that yet. Anyway, that's enough about Mark Spector. Yeah, piece of shit. Number four on this list, and this is a guy that. Uh, well, this I guess it's a it's sort of a guy, sort of a company. Uh, he's been in the news a lot recently because he's uh, not with the company. Because yeah. he's not with the company yeah. anymore. Uh, number four enemy, uh, Papa John and Papa John's Pizza, just in general. So John reason, Schnatter. Yeah, is his name. the reason I, I added yes, him to the you're list. The, you were the one. As I was thinking, well, let's go back to the fresh slice. Well, yeah, but we I'm, used to have I'm a down, pizza feud. Yeah, but I'm down in the states. Um, Papa John's is always in the news. Uh, he he embraced being like the official pizza of the alt right. <laughs> Uh, and I've had Papa John's a couple of times down in LA and it's really, really, really bad. Yeah. I used it's to live horrible. next to one in Lynn Valley and we'd go there because it was cheap and easy to get. Are there Papa John's from. in Vancouver? Uh, yeah, there's a couple. Yeah. yeah. They fuck it. It's like $12 really for a large pizza. pizza. Yeah. Cause it's really, really bad. Yeah. But and when that, you're a broke person, right. yeah. it's like, yeah, I'll eat that, I guess. Cause they give you like a cup of butter. To yeah, so the dip, the dip is it. literally just it's like a it's like a little marinara cup, but it's filled with like uh, garlic cum. butter. Yeah, <laughs> garlic butter. Yes. It looks it does look it's like the cum, cum of yeah. young it's Italians. Papa John's cum. It's pretty thick cum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tastes like butter. <laughs> Number three is an entire group of people, and this is uh, open mic comedians. Ah, I thought we were gonna get yeah. racist for a second there. Especially, <laughs> <laughs> it's an entire group of people. <laughs> 
I'm glad with how it went. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. No, that reminds me. There's a great uh, local comedian. We should have him on the show sometime. Ryan Gunther, who has a great joke about how people s- complain that video games are racist because, like, you know, in Grand Theft Auto, there, you know, he's like, you can run over people of other races and stuff, and he's like, yeah, but in Grand Theft Auto, I'm driving really fast. And like, I don't notice if the woman I've just run over with my car is Puerto Rican or black <laughs> or white. He's like, I don't care. He's like, I'm way more concerned about games that are subtly racist, like Bejeweled. Like you have to group things of the same color in order for them to be eliminated. <laughs> Very smart joke. Ryan Gunther, check him out. Uh, but yes, but open mic comedians, they're bad. Uh, uh, some of them are very bad. Some of them are also men's rights activists. A lot of them. Um, a lot of them, yeah. Um, some of the th- things that I've seen from Vancouver open mic comedians this year are people uh, Facebook uh, Facebook statusing, uh, geez, wow, looks like another night of Vancouver not being able to handle my dead hooker jokes. I should probably open my own room. That's how, that's how that works. You should start your own comedy room because, yeah, it's, it's the audience's problem, a not lot of, yours. A lot of also going up on stage and defending Louis C.K. Oh, that's just no, good... No, not even jokes. Just, right. Just, just it's good to masturbate in front of yeah. women. Now, are yeah, these exactly. specific comedians? Are we going to name names here? No. Okay. No, I, I think I, I know I, who you're talking I about. I probably yeah. shouldn't, there's but there's a, a there's few. There's a lot of them. There's a few. Um, number two, you may be surprised by, and I know not a lot of people really talk about him, but we per, as a group, uh, think he is dangerous. Yeah, we, we weren't, it, we had a conversation here and it was like, oh, do we really want to do this? I don't know. Yes. But, uh, number two is, uh, Donald Trump. <laughs> yes. Uh, not a great, I mean, a lot of people think he's doing a great job. You can say Merry Christmas again. Yeah. Uh, something with the stock market. got some questions about this guy, you know? What's his deal? Yeah. yeah he he's seems hiding to be, something. Yeah, I don't know what he's all about. Yeah. yeah he I puts on he, this uh, his happy face and everyone loves him, but I think there's really I think some, there's there's some there. darkness there. He makes me nervous, I tell you what. Yeah. 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 But who's, who's number one? So number one, uh, this is, uh, you know, I think probably for people who listen to the show, this will be no surprise, actually. This is someone that uh, we've talked about a lot uh, since he was born yesterday. Uh, and that is uh, <laughs> the baby of Jared Hale. <laughs> now, for you listeners out there, you might be wondering, who is Jared Hale? He's a day one listener he of the show. He is a listener. <laughs> he's and a day one listener of the show and a very supportive listener. He's a donor. Uh, he's a good guy. He, he's uh, uh, from uh, Pittsburgh, or he cheers for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, he named his baby Crosby, which he says was his wife's suggestion, but I don't know about that. Um, but uh, but yes, we... Uh, he wanted to go Malkin, personally. <laughs> yes, exactly. He wanted to name his child Little baby Malkin Hale. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, what's the uh, what's the weird guy's name? Rue Weedle? Rue Weedle? Rue Weedle. Yeah. Rue Weedle Hale. Uh, I just but, don't uh, like this baby. Yeah. This <laughs> straight, right. I just yeah. don't like this baby. Yeah, we saw a picture of the baby yesterday, and uh, again, this looks, uh, like, a looks baby. like a dangerous baby. There's something evil about that baby. Yeah, exactly. It's like a, like a baby Hitler situation. Just got a know? bad feeling. Just got a real baby. bad feeling about this baby. So our number one enemy for this year is uh, Crosby Hale. Yeah, it's like a lot of people ask, if you could go back in time, would you put a baby on the enemies list we don't have to we did it in the present absolutely enemy number one jared hale's baby we just want to be on the right side of history <laughs> absolutely. it's called thinking in advance folks <laughs> yeah exactly yeah and we will move on from there into segment number eight, eight. eight. speaking of returning favorites 
it is time uh, that we get back to a segment that was near and dear, really an, an essential part of the fabric of this show for a good long while that we have gotten away from lately, unfortunately. It's just has fallen by the wayside for one reason or another. And that is everybody's favorite, the Taffer Tracker. Tracker. He's just a common man. You get a $10 raise per hour if you throw your own employee through a glass window. How do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend this? I'm sick of you yelling at my wife. You guys think this is okay. I have a reputation, and I have to protect it. And you will destroy it. I'm leaving. I am not rescuing your bar. It's Zach, baby. Stefan, what's Taffer up to this week? I mean, like, nothing, really. I'm just going to kind of read some of his tweets. Yeah. Okay, sure, yeah. Some Do tweets it. here. Hey, let's keep up with them that way. Why not? Okay, so uh, uh, here's, some, here's a quote. He, he, he tweeted a picture of himself with a quote next to the picture, and it says, If you want it enough, you'll figure it out. Doesn't mean it sort of makes sense. Figure what's it. Uh, I don't know. I guess you don't He'll, want it yeah, enough. I guess, yeah. Oh, that's is that part of wanting it enough? Is you have to figure out what it is? Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. Sorry. Uh, okay, cool. Good. Wa- that's good advice. Watch actually. me on Entrepreneur Live discussing why I don't believe in adversity. Just, Entrepreneur just, Live? Yeah, he just does not believe in adversity. That uh, difficulties don't yeah. don't exist. Yeah, it's like a Steve Jobs didn't believe in uh, modern medicine. Yeah. You know? And that worked out fine. Or in like sweaters that uh, don't have turtlenecks. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, someone uh, tweeted him. Uh, they printed out a picture of John Taffer uh, with a quote, and they looks like they taped it to a couch. It says a desk side. <laughs> a little desk side motivation Monday, courtesy of John Taffer. Uh, and it's the classic quote, I don't embrace excuses, I embrace solutions. I'm going to show you what he t- Like He says it's desk side. He taped that to a couch, right? It looks like a kitchen counter. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Yeah. So uh, like some drapes. So Taffer quote tweeted that, uh, and uh, and said, "Great motivational piece." Hashtag Motivation Monday. It's just a piece of paper. Yeah, it's yeah, a piece. It's just a printout. Let's work hard this week and embrace solutions, not excuses. That's like his only thing, right? Yeah, and then we'll do uh, <laughs> we'll do we'll do one more, uh, and it says, uh, "This is the best way to relax after a hard week of work." Are you having a relaxing weekend? This is December 16th. Uh, and then he tweeted out a picture of his book, um, Jammed in the Sand at a Beach. Raise the Bar. Yeah. G- good title. So, Oh, it's a great title. Yeah, it's, it was probably a close race between that and uh, Bar None. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's even better, yeah. I'd say. He Damn. wanted to call it Book Rescue. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> then it's like, is he rescuing books in general? Yes. How to write a book? I don't know. The John Taffer Library. Yeah, but nice to check nice in to on check our old in friend John, John. Our old friend, he still follows you on Twitter, I see. He does. He follows me on Twitter as wow. well. Wow. You guys both had, I forgot you guys both had the big follow. Yeah. Unfortunately, I do not have that. I wish he had a song that we could sing to check in on if he followed us. But uh, but we do have the thing you play at the end of the segment. Yes, yeah, true. I'm gone. Good night. He's gone. Good night. Good night. Good night, John. I just got a great, I just checked my phone and I got a great uh, update from my hockey league Slack. 
and uh, one guy who's close to the bottom in uh, our league is on on track to beat another guy in our league, and he says, if I don't upset the internets tonight, I will suck my own dick. <laughs> It's just a weird notification to have just like pop up on my phone. Uh, so shout out to Scott Solos for that uh, that notification. And now uh, it's this is a segment that I think everybody has been uh, clamoring for because we've uh, well I guess we have to do we have to sing yeah, it's, about it. It's segment number nine. nine. So we're gonna keep this going the whole episode. Yeah. yeah so okay. it's like nine, yeah. but not the German nine for no. This is a segment. This is segment. Yes. Yeah. We're be saying yes to this. For yes. And this is a lot of people have been clamoring for this segment uh, for the last two episodes because we have a new producer, Daniel Cazetto. He's here with us today. Thank you. For Who being is here, he? Daniel. What is his deal? Yeah. What is his deal? He's like Donald Trump. I just got some questions exactly. about that guy. I mean, I don't know if I would compare him to Trump. He seems like a much nicer person. But uh, so in this segment, we're going to interview Daniel. It's a segment we call Daniel Speaks. And so, hi, Daniel. How How's it going? Uh, hey, uh, it's going pretty good. Sweet. And so what is your deal, Daniel? I, I, my deal? What does that mean? This has been Daniel Speaks. <laughs> now, let's move on to everyone's favorite regular segment, segment number 10, our clip of the week, but we didn't sing 10. Do we that's, have to no, sing no, 10? that's okay. Number 10. ten. And of course, uh, next week we'll be back to count down the clips of the year. We will. But this week we have a clip of the week, which comes to us from uh, somebody else who's already on the clip of the week list. That's true. So he's going to have two clips in contention this year, which you would think would uh, give him a pretty good chance of being on the top 10 list next week. We'll find out then. But right now, here is NHL referee Wes McCauley who uh, he's back at it again. This one was a game between the New York Rangers and the Anaheim Ducks, and there was a goal review after Michael Grabner scored. Is it a goal? Isn't it? Wes McCauley has the answer. Hayes is there. Raquel trying to play it. Grabner breaks it up. Races out with Jesper Foss. Two on one. Here's Grabner's save by Gibson, and the rebound knocked out by Raquel. Oh, that's in. Looks that like looks it was like in to me. In. Let's see what this man thinks. Wes McCauley. <laughs> he doesn't know <laughs> that they're booing him. <laughs> He's waiting for the the signal to go. <laughs> All right, he's got the signal. Wes? After reviewing the play, it was determined that the puck Completely crossed the goal line. <laughs> <laughs> he got a flare from the dramatic. Michael Grabner. <laughs> I just love that so much. Vigneault is just like laughing yeah. hysterically. Oh, on I the love bench that also. so much because like the it makes the pop from the crowd is huge. Like the because he's doing it in a smart hockey. Oh, town. he's a master of suspense. The whole building goes silent, and then it's just like it was revealed that the puck. Completely cross, and everyone's ah, like the pop is so big. It's just phenomenal. and I've never even seen a review like it's always like good goal 
or no goal. Yeah. I've never seen no. somebody get all like uh, Michael Buffer with it before. Oh, phenomenal. And more refs should do that. I mean, that's just so fun. What a great way to do it. I just, yeah, I loved it. I wonder what uh, Vigneault's disposition would be like if he said it was not a goal, however. <laughs> yeah, that's a great, great point. <laughs> uh, but we will go from there into segment, I don't even know what number we're number on 11. Now. Number 11. Segment number 11. Number 11. It's heaven. And it's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's the, it's the mailbag. <laughs> it's our top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murdering CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Anything good in the mailbag this week, John? You know there isn't. And I am wondering why there's all of a sudden this really weird light, Stefan, that's yeah, happening in the, this room. The, What's going on? Oh, the, it's the Christmas lights. Christmas lasers all over those, your house. It's, it's the projector lights, so ah. it's like easier than putting up actual lights. There are actual lights outside, too. So it projects onto your house and also? In, yeah. And through the window it, go, also. it does go through the window, which is a little uh, weird. That's fun, All though. right, well, before we get to our actual questions, I'm just going to review a fun question here from Franklin Nevinen at Frank Nevinen. Why can't you throw loonies and toonies at Canadian strippers? Uh, to which I replied, you obviously haven't been to a Canadian strip club because you can definitely do that. Yeah, and that's a Gavin wrote, Matt's bit too. And then he wrote, I got kicked out of Club 88 in Fort Francis, Ontario. She wasn't a $5 stripper. <laughs> uh, let me just say, in my experience, in Brandon, Manitoba anyways... Coins of any size are certainly accepted. And encouraged. <laughs> um, so, uh, great uh, way to start it off. But uh, because this is the 12 segments of Christmas, all three of our questions are Christmas-themed oh, this week. delightful. The first one comes in from Jason Wickman at Yaya Sucks, worth 100 points. And he asks... You know what, Jason? Jason. 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 Yaya rules, and actually, he does not suck. You know what? Have a little. Unless you're not Yaya, maybe maybe Yaya is his enemy. Maybe Jason made his own enemies list, and Yaya tops it. In which case, he does suck. But if it is you, he rules. You have no idea. No, um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, I called him Jaceman yeah, to start. Jaceman Wixen. Do I sound like I have an idea? No, <laughs> you don't. What a, Star Wars? Yeah. Is that anything? <laughs> hey guys, how about this? <laughs> so, what's the question? <laughs> the question is, have you guys seen Star Horse? Uh, no. uh, the question is, who is the most prolific celebrity slash athlete slash public figure that still thinks Santa is real? Gronk. Eli Manning. Wow, you guys are both on top of that immediately. They're both correct, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh geez, I mean that's a great. Those are that's a great question. Like I would maybe say Kyrie for this because he's a truther. But we found out in one of the potential clips of the week this week that Kyrie doesn't really believe in Christmas. No, it's not a real holiday. It's not a real holiday, is what he said. Which uh, you know, I mean, whatever. I mean, he's an NBA player, so technically he still has to get up and go to work on Christmas Day. Yeah, that's true. That's why he doesn't think it's a holiday. Exactly, exactly. to play. Exactly. Um, yeah, I guess, but whatever. He seems to be complaining a lot, but like realistically, he gets time and a half. So, no, not yeah, like that. Okay. Yeah, no, that's good. All right. I mean, he's like making like probably like whatever four hundred thousand dollars to play the game. Anyway, um, well, 
fuck me, okay? No, uh, I liked whatever. it. No, you know what? I liked hey, it. fuck both of you. No, I'm just <laughs> That uh, was something. Thank you. It was something. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Steven Adams. That's good, too. Yeah, I think that he definitely... He would just even if he didn't believe it, he's a guy that would go. You know, he'd be he like, wants oh, to believe. Yeah, exactly. That the oh, magic sounds real, still exists. Oh, for sure. Um, okay, question number two, uh, worth two hundred points from another day one listener, Richard Marinsky. Oh, at, my good friend at Richie Murr, and he asks which pro league is ready for a, a Christmas themed team, and which market would be ready to support it. I feel like it has to be in Washington D.C. Because you're finally allowed to say Merry Christmas there oh, again. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so you, they should keep that going all year long. And what league? Uh, the XFL. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> the league that likes Christmas. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The official league of Christmas. There's going to be football on Christmas this year, too, because it's, it's Monday. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. right. Yeah. And there's going to be football on Christmas Eve, too. It's, yeah, it's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. They're yeah. going to kneel as uh, Santa flies over <laughs> the stadium. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, Stefan. No, I, I I agree with Justin. You're agreeing. Oh, you're yeah. just agreeing. I, I just like the, the XFL ideas because they, they embrace all the the Trump stuff. Yeah, so it'll bring be Christmas back again. The Washington D.C. Merry Christmases. All right. I think you guys missed the boat on this one, personally. Uh, I think there's no doubt in my mind it's a hockey team uh, because it's already played on ice, bros. Uh, so you've got ice, you've got snow. It's like a winter theme. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move the Arizona Coyotes just uh, a few states over uh, to Louisiana, and I'm going to throw them in New Orleans because I think that uh, if any town is ready to celebrate Christmas year-round, it's New Orleans. They're already celebrating all the time anyway just for being there um so yeah so i'm gonna go with the new orleans noels and uh they're gonna be uh, a great team in the nhl That's so, the, so they're the new orleans yes because they're the noels oh god <laughs> no I, I, it's good it's good yeah and they play in uh, new orleans louisiana <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the number one question... The New Orleans Noels uh, have also, even though they're a hockey team... Yeah, they're they've, also they've played si- basketball. They, yeah, they've signed uh, <laughs> an, a sponsorship agreement with Nerlens Noel. Yeah, <laughs> Noel. Who doesn't he... Didn't he play for New Orleans, too? Uh, did he? I don't, I don't know. know. He played for Dallas, I think. I don't know if he's still at Dallas. I'm looking it up. Nerlens Noel. Yeah, he does play for the Pelicans. He was drafted by them anyway. That's what I thought. Current Boom. team, Dallas Mavericks. There you you go. were both right. Well done. Beautiful. And the number one question of the week comes in from another day one listener, uh, Dan He at... Dan He. And he asks, how would you murder Santa? Whew. So the Santa Claus, like the movie, it's it's manslaughter, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he just comes outside. He it's, says, it's hey. Just, it's negligence. It's not... Yeah, yeah. Well, too too slippery purpose. of a roof. Exactly. I got an idea here, boys, and uh, I'm just spitballing here, but uh, I would uh, throw a mystical green stone into the <laughs> workshop at the North Pole. Now, see, that seems like and, cheating. Uh, yeah, a glowing orb. Yeah, and just let God sort him out. <laughs> I think I would snipe him. I would just go up to, uh, during the off season, uh, you know, like July, 
Just go up to the North Pole. He's just, uh, he's like mowing the lawn. Oh, yeah. You know he's just relaxing in the summer. He yeah. doesn't give a shit about anything. Yeah. He's not, he's not going to have his guard up. No, but he would have his, his, the nice thing, he'd have his like red hat on still. And then he wouldn't see the, the la- no one would see the laser on the red hat. Ah. Uh, because it's, I mean, I wouldn't be able to see it either, I guess. Yeah. I don't really think this through. Um, no, you'd see, you'd like get it in the white fluff. Yeah. And then, and and then put quickly it up. Put, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. And then I'd blow his uh, brains out. All right. I just imagined a serial killer who exclusively murders mall Santas. Oh. Just like goes from mall to mall across across America every uh, Christmas time. I like it. Yeah. But uh, how would I take out the man himself? Mm, just, just put a little, uh, put a little poison in the milk there with the next to the cookies. And when it came down to, to drop off the gifts and eat the snacks, he'd have the cookies, and then he'd be like, "Oh, I gotta wash these down with milk, obviously." And then he'd drink the poison, mm. and then, and then he'd probably crash the sleigh. He wouldn't die like on the spot. He'd go back up the right. chimney, and then as the sleigh started to take flight again, he would immediately crash. It's a weird way to uh, admit that you're going to murder your parents, but uh, in any case. No, I think it'll get Santa, and only Santa. He's the only one who drinks that milk. I'm going to get him this year. Perfect. Yeah. (laughs) I love my father and hope nothing bad happens to him. Well, so who won our uh, question question later? I guess we... With oh. the final mailbag. This is the final mailbag. Have mail determined right. who the point leader is. That's right. It for has. the second half of 2017. You're right. And uh, uh, it was a very tight, very tight race. Uh, it went it went right down to the end. And it was it was a little bit skewed because we did a couple uh, where I doubled the points because we were late getting the request up for questions. So I wanted to encourage people to ask questions uh but uh the winner is well we'll go in reverse so the third place i mean that you don't win anything but in third place with 900 points is uh dj laidback luke oh congratulations Paris. congratulations luke. Congrats, luke. Luke. that's the day one listener as well indeed yep. in second place uh he was in first for a long time and, and just happened to get overtaken in the last few weeks uh at boofer oc brandon o'connor oh uh so congratulations the banner brandon, man, yeah, the banner second, man. The banner he had a, man he had a banner year <laughs> But not quite. He did, yeah, yeah. No. You can. Uh, you can you, I guess you can make a second place banner. Yeah, yeah. if you want to console Brandon for coming in second, you can check out his. The business, Ricketts banner uh, is still hanging up out back. There. That's <laughs> right. You can check out his business at Westminster Stamp. That's uh, where Brandon is located, and uh, in first place with uh, just truly Storm and Norman uh, second half of this second half, Doug Exeter with uh, fourteen hundred points. Yeah, really came from behind and uh, and had a monster. Monster finish. Uh, like, not even second half, really fourth quarter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where just week after week, he was... Great egg. I mean, not this week. His question sucked this week. Yeah, this but. week it was boring, but uh, <laughs> good hustle anyway. Good, good to keep him humble there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, but in the same token, he may be humble in his brand new Real Good Show t-shirt, absolutely. which I will probably send to him within three months. <laughs> so, Look no, I, as I've said that, before, I mean, I think uh, I do, he, he, I know, he's in the local area, yes, so you can probably just I like, do owe a few people t-shirts, and they, as I said, they are going to come after Christmas, so uh, thank you for your patience. Uh, they will be getting sent out uh, with a few other goodies, so look forward to that. Those of you who have been donating in the $15 tier and are owed a t-shirt. Well, we'll go from there into everybody's favorite segment where we pick the things we like from the world at large. It is, of course, everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch. 
one good thing. In segment number 12. The final segment. One, two. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I, I, I promised Irene I would say this, and I was gonna say it before she asked me to say it. <laughs> I was planning on saying this regardless, but uh, we went to Mount Seymour. We went snowshoeing earlier today, and it was it was lovely. Uh, it, was, it was nice and sunny, um, not too cold. Uh, a lot less exercise than I imagine. Like it's not that bad actually, because <laughs> it's kind of like. Um, if you guys have been snowshoeing, I thought with snowshoes that it, it was like the whole thing was attached to your, your foot, but the ba- the heel lifts up. Yeah. So it feels yeah. like you're walking in those like moon boots almost, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when you take yeah. the snowshoes off afterwards and like walk around, your legs are like super light and everything, which is kind of a, I mean, the mountain was nice too, I guess. Um, yeah, no, it was a good time. So snowshoeing at Mount Seymour uh, with your girlfriend. All right. That's my one good thing. Do they ha- does it have to be with your girlfriend? Be a boyfriend or, or a friend or by yourself. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't know if that was. Part of it. Does it have to be at Mount Seymour? Yes. <laughs> it, it does have to be at Mount Seymour. Oh, okay. Can't be anywhere else. No. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Uh, I am going to recommend a uh, a board game. I haven't recommended a board game in a while, and uh, this is a, a very fun game that I played the other night with a friend of the show, Joshua Custodio, and it is called Seven Wonders Duel. And uh, so, if you've played Seven Wonders before, uh, which is a multiplayer game, uh, it's kind of a fun, quick game about. Uh, I don't even know what it's about. I guess technically it's about city building and uh, you try and uh, build a cooler city than your opponent, but that makes it sound like there's a construction element, which there's not. Uh, This is a hypothetical city, but uh, it's a very fun game. Uh, Enough strategy involved that it's fun, but it's not too intense. And uh, it's just a great, uh, I feel like there's very few in this new era of board games, very few really good two player games. And so, uh, yeah, that's one of the best ones. So if you're curious about it, you want to check it out seven wonders duel all right uh i'm going to recommend i was going to recommend a hockey player uh, just because brock besser is like the only good thing going on in my life lately (laughs) maybe Uh, you should go snowshoeing with him (laughs) but i'm gonna recommend a podcast instead because i was thinking what has brought me so much delight lately and you know what it's our enemy, Jesse Farrar. Uh, your Kickstarter sucks. The podcast is just—it's a, a weekly delight. I look forward to it every single week. And uh, as we all n- know very well, Jesse makes us laugh a great, uh, a great amount. <laughs> yes, and, he does. Uh, uh, that's why we hate him. In fact, that's why he's on the enemy list. It's uncomfortable how much uh, he laughs. He makes me laugh. But uh, yeah, your Kickstarter sucks. The podcast. Uh, they're just they're 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 killing it. Those guys. Uh, and what wonderful people as well. It's been. Nice. I actually would just like to say I dislike Jesse for many other reasons. Oh, okay. It's not the podcast. It's, it's not. No, it's not the him that he makes me laugh. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I've never heard of this podcast. Well, it's good. You should check it out. I, I would strongly recommend. I will not. Um, but that, that's my thing this week. And with that, that 
will do it for this year's 12 segments of Christmas. We will be back next week, of course, with your top 10 clips of the year. So look forward to that. The New Year's special. Uh, sorry that Christmas came a little bit late this year. We just thought it would be more fun to have our beautiful boy Stefan in the room with us. And he's wearing his Grizzlies hockey yep. jersey. It's just a great, great day all around spent uh, with our roommates here, who I will announce in just a moment. Our roommates have been... <laughs> I feel like, yeah, i got to do the announcer yeah, voice, yeah. right? Sure. <laughs> Paul and Elizabeth Heck, our intern. Well, we don't have one of those, but our producer is Daniel Cazetto. If you want to support the show, as we mentioned earlier, you can do so by heading on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow. On Twitter, at realgoodshow. The blog and website is realgoodshow.com. And, of course, the Facebook group where you have to join to be able to vote on our top 10 clips of the year is facebook.com slash groups slash realgoodshow. And there's always good stuff going on in there as well. So, uh, uh, hey, hit that up and do all your stuff, whatever you want to do. Merry Christmas to you. I hope you had a wonderful holidays. Thank you so much for spending some of your time over the break with us here today and some of the time throughout the year, really, with us as well. Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. He's not going to speak. Oh. Daniel Cazetta. <laughs> <laughs> Be real. Be good. Be real good. Rolling green orb. Oh, okay. It's basically the same a, thing. this was a slam dunk yeah. this week. No, well, the orb, I think, is... That's yeah, the meaning of Christmas. Exactly. So well, were... so it's why Christmas isn't around anymore. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shit. Uh, yeah, I guess one of our enemies should have been Christmas, so then we would have looked like geniuses when it got eradicated next year. Yeah. Fuck. Maybe yeah. next year. Yeah. We we got we owned a baby, so yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> boom. Yeah, the list was a success all around. <laughs> yeah, <I> absolutely. <laughs> Down in the workshop, all the elves were making toys for the good Gentile girls and the good Gentile boys. When the boss busted in, nearly scared him half to death. Had a rifle in his hands and cheap whiskey on his breath. From his beard to his boots. He was covered with ammo Like a big fat drunk disgruntled Yuletide Rambo And he smiled as he said With a twinkle in his eye Merry Christmas to all Now you're all gonna die The night Santa went crazy The night Saint Nick went insane Realized he'd been getting the wrong deal Some finally must have snapped in his well, the workshop is gone now, he decided to bomb it Everywhere you'll find pieces of Cupid and Comet And he tied up his helpers, and he held the elves hostage And he ground up poor Rudolph into reindeer sausage He got Dancer and Prancer with an old German Luger And he slashed up Dasher just like Freddy Krueger And he picked up a flamethrower and a barbecue blitzer
my, 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 my You used to be such a jolly guy Yes, Virginia, now Santa's doing time In a federal prison for his infamous crime Hey, little friend, now don't you cry no more tears He'll be out with good behavior in 700 more years But now Vixen's in therapy and Donner's still nervous And the outlaw got jobs working for the postal service And they say Mrs. Claus, she's on the phone every night With a lawyer negotiating the movie rights They talk about the